It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. For all of you that have just tuned in for the very first time, a huge welcome. The Divas That Care is now in its 13th season. We are listening to over 30 countries around the world, and it is so much fun. I am just so excited that we are able to have our show reach so many amazing individuals around the world, and it's because of all of our amazing tribe, our guests, our hosts, everybody that's been involved with the Divas That Care for all these years. So it is truly a blessing that we're able to do this. I am so excited. I'm going to be introducing a brand new diva to our program today, and her name is Drisella. I'm hoping I say it correctly, Drisella, is Mugorawera, and I'm excited to be chatting with her. Oh, my goodness. It is, it's such a beautiful name, and I'm so excited to have you on the program, Drisella. Thank you for having me, Candice. Uh, Drisella, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners today? My name is Drisella Mugorewera. I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, USA. Uh, my other name is the Diversity Trust Builder. I am uh, building a global movement for decision-makers who are committed to championing equality and diversity in action. And I do believe that it's a need now. We have to value all our talents and gifts and experiences and perspective so we can have more profitable, repeatable, efficient companies. Because I do believe that when companies thrive, communities thrive and vice versa. I couldn't agree with you more. And so why did you decide to do something like this? I I read in your bio that you were raised in Rwanda and then you moved to the United States. And I wanted to know why you decided to do this amazing, um, this global movement. But what made you decide to do that? When I was a cabinet minister and a member of parliament, I was treated like a queen walking on a red carpet. But when I became a refugee, I felt like I was treated like second class and nobody should be treated like a second class. Also, I see the tension between law enforcement and minority, super minority populations across over the world. And it doesn't have to be that way. I decided to be a bridge between authorities and the community they serve and protect so we can build strong and unified communities, being at the workplace or in different localities. And that is exactly what I think we need is because a lot of people are coming in from other countries, as you were saying, like refugees, and they have a different background. They have a different understanding of how things work. And when you have somebody that's able to help them through that process, I think it makes all the world different. Sure. Yeah, it takes a village. In African culture, they say it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village also to yep. integrate in a new country. Yeah. I love that. So share with us a little bit about what you do with these individuals. So for refugees and immigrants, I do show them the way they can integrate quickly by, first of all, what I was missing when I came to America is true, and I'm grateful they gave me food, shelter, but I was badly, badly missing community. 
So if you will ask me what an immigrant or a refugee or somebody moving to another place, what is the priority to work on, I would say build a new relationship or network. So I teach those population how to network, how to build new friends, how to embrace the new culture, keep their values they are bringing from their countries of origin and embrace the new ones so they can be better people. I also teach them how to read. You know, they say that readers become good leaders, and I'm grateful for that in America there is a free library system, and I'm grateful, incredibly thankful for that. So I share those tips which they can use and transfer immediately mm -hmm. without delaying where I delayed. It, I, for other corporations, I show them how embracing diversity is a way to go. It's not a choice because especially during this time where we have scarcity of workforce, embracing diversity is the magic pill because there are different talents and skills and gifts which are seated there. Even I am encouraging people to embrace language diversity. As we become more and more diverse, how do we accommodate people whose business language is not the first language? Like if English is your second language or fifth language, you have the skills you can transfer, but how the business leader, HR manager can accommodate by building infrastructure to help those people to learn professional English, but also incentivizing existing staff members to learn another language. Learning another language is always good for even our kids. My grandson yeah. is three-year-old, but now he's learning English, French, Swahili in our native language, Kenya Rwanda, and I cannot wait to teach them some words of Russian. You know? Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think mm -hmm. that is a beautiful tip in itself because I, I'm a person who loves languages too. And my my daughter, my one daughter, really loves um, learning languages. And she's even gone back to taking lots of Latin and Greek and, and a lot of foundational mm -hmm. stuff so that she can expand in her French and mm -hmm. her Spanish and her English and all that too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that fear just is on our way. But as they say, there is always a way. When there is a problem, there is always a solution. For people who are who have fear about embracing diversity, I also show them how to overcome that fear and build strategies that will be compliant with uh, their policies, their values, so on. That is absolutely brilliant. And as a woman yourself that does is an amazing entrepreneur, you also do a lot of networking, and that's kind of how we were introduced. Why do you find that that's really important for people in business to be able to network with other people out there? So as I say, they say it's not about what you know. It's about who you know because I know you, and then now you can connect <laughs> people to, to the people you know to do the business. So they say yeah. that collaboration and networking is like new currency. Uh, you cannot avoid because it's like you expand your network. And they, I, I heard also saying that your network is your net worth. So networking is key. That is so true. Yeah, networking is key for any sector of business you can be in, in any nonprofit. I remember when I became a director for the agency that welcomed me six and a half years ago, 
the way I built uh, the organization, which was about to close the doors, was just to expand the network of partners and uh, sharing our stories in different settings and building new uh, partners, community partners, new donors. So networking opens the door for queens and kings. It does. And you don't just work with people in that area in Tennessee. You work with people all over, don't you? All over the world, yeah. And and, and, and now that. in the virtual world, so I can uh, travel, I can speak locally, I can go to an organization no matter where the needs are. And that's what we love. And, and I love that, that globalization of everything because that's what we're all about too with the Divas at Care is really – connecting people all over the world that can support and encourage and work together to make, you know, everybody's lives better. Yes, yes, yes. And, and you know, uh, when you embrace cultures and knowledge, you know, without border, this is how we grow and transfer uh, our knowledge to others too. You also wrote some books here, and I want to talk a little bit about that. I want you to tell me about why you decided to become a writer and an author and what your books are all about. So when I had a podcast invitation like now uh, with uh, Lorenzo Payman, he's living in Canada, he, we shared the stories and uh, when he had an idea to start writing a book, he said, can you write a story in our book? And I said, why not? I d- d- decided to become an author because I have the message the whole world has to hear. Because when I... People ask me about where I come from, and I say I'm originally from Rwanda. What idea comes into mind is genocide. So in 1994, I was there when we had a horrible genocide, and we lost, unfortunately, almost a million people. I didn't know that I would survive. So I wanted to share the story of that, but also the story of moving as a refugee, losing everything I had, for, worked for for more than 40 years and start from scratch to show people who are despaired, losing jobs, losing families, losing everything, that you can lose everything, every material possession or position, but you can never lose yourself. And also one of the issues I talk in my book, in the chapter of the book, is about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not a choice for me. It's a must because... Many people are suffering and don't move forward because of the things they didn't let go. But for me, I did forgive all the people who made me free so I can start a new life. Now I don't serve like 10 million people. I am now serving the whole world. And also, you have to learn how to leverage your adversity because uh, there are many things I didn't know. I suffered through the refugee journey, but I think what I did get out of from suffering is bigger than what I had before. So uh, this is why I wanted to share the message with the world, to encourage young people, to encourage people who are in the poverty or are victims of trauma, that they are overcomers. They can do uh, attend their dreams no matter what because the circumstances should not define us and we have to find the good in any bad situation because all those situations comes for us come for us thank you 
Thank you very much for sharing those powerful words of inspiration and you empowerment. You're welcome. I, I mm-hmm. think we need to hear that. I think that we don't always realize what is happening around us, and we take a lot of things for granted. And hearing that is very powerful, and I want to thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. Oh, my gosh. You know, this has been great. I know that we didn't have a chance to chat before our program, and I've just really enjoyed just chatting with you and learning about you. I I want to know, is there some things that are happening in the near future that you're going to be participating in, any events, anything that maybe our listeners can go and check out or be a part of? As we are talking about networking, if people want to know uh, different avenues of networking, if they're isolated, they can always connect with me through drosella at drosella.com. And uh, I, I'm planning to create a podcast too so soon. I <laughs> and love then I will invite people to, to be on that podcast. But for now alone, I wanted people to, if they have referrals, they can make for me. If they know the CEOs of companies and HR managers who are willing or are uh, envisaging to develop strategies on diversity, uh, equity, inclusion, and belonging, I am here. And as I say, I find people where they are and working with me, they will just have fun. So, and if, you know, event managers yeah. looking for speakers for on diversity, on resilience, or embracing change, I will be always there. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Great. And we'll definitely mm. connect you into our Changemakers Cafe group, and hopefully you'll be able to really connect with some of the other amazing individuals out there, and perhaps you can do some collaborations also. Yes, I would love to do that. Tell me... Do you have any tips and tools for perhaps some of our listeners out there? So the one tip I have is don't give up and have fun in everything you do and bring energy because the energy you bring in something you like and you do, you differentiate. This is why people come to you to do business with you. And do not anybody pull you down. Because you are meant for more. You are meant to give more and to have more. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Drisella. I love that. Um, I know that you, because, you know, refugee training is such a big part of your life and the things that you're doing, um, is there maybe some type of, um, you know, training or things that if it, there's a lot of, I, I'm finding that there's a lot of um, individuals right now from around the world that are coming into our countries, a lot of refugees, a lot of immigrants. And, you know, a lot of people want to be a part of that. You know, they want to be a part of helping. And is there a way for these individuals to be a part of that? Yes. And then I am an advisor also to the Welcome Corps. America is now, um, have a program where people can sponsor refugees without going through the regular refugee resettlement. So we are looking for uh, 10,000 Americans or people with uh, permanent residence who can sponsor refugee families and they can contact um, the hub, uh, the community sponsorship hub, to have more information. Because, uh, and I do encourage also multicultural uh, community-based organization so they can be part of this because they have lived experience and they know where they delayed and they know what works. So I do encourage 
to visit um, the community sponsorship hub or welcome uh, core website to get information so they can be in this unique, unique, I know Canada has one, but this is a unique, new, mm -hmm. brand new program. And I know people will enjoy to make a difference in welcoming new refugees so in their communities. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being such an inspiration to so many people around the world. This is just a fantastic program. I've just really enjoyed having you on. I can't wait to hear when you're going to be doing your podcast, and we can support you in that also, and I can share that with all of our amazing tribe out there. My goodness, it has mm -hmm. been such a pleasure just to have you on there and just sharing little tips with us today. I would love to have you back on the Divas That Care in the future. Yes, I'd love to come, and thank you for inviting. Thank you for the difference, the transformation, and the impact you are doing during uh, this season especially where people are not sure, they are uncertain. They, you hear the word of uncertainty every day. But I know we are overcomers. We'll go through this if we work together. We, together we can move mountains. Mm. I can agree more. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, I had so much fun. I'm going to be posting all of her stuff on our social media. I want you to go check out her amazing website. It is absolutely beautiful. I want to thank all of our amazing listeners. You know, we've been doing this now for 13 years, guys. We are listening to in over 30 countries now, and it is because of all of you that are sharing, collaborating, interacting, really being a part of our guest lives, and we're so thankful to each and every one of you. Again, thank you to my amazing guest today. Thank you to all of our listeners, and I hope that each and every one of you remembers to do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.